Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. I can still. I can't hear me at all. I'm off. (laughs) Hello. Is that better? Am I on now? Hello. I can hear you. Okay. Cool. Seems like it. Let me just pour one up real fast. We're gonna make this a relatively quick episode because I am tired and I have homework still. (laughs) (laughs) Now theme song. your excuse yeah hello hi and welcome to what's your excuse i am megan the podcast Uh, sorry the podcast i am megan i'm caitlin and this is a podcast where we tell you why we're unorganized yeah i have no excuse why we're weird um weird people and like weird things because yeah that's us yeah if you're wanting organization, you came to the wrong place. That's right. If this you want any organized thought processes, get bunch the fuck of, out. A bunch of ramblings. Ramblings yeah. of two people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was trying to find a descriptor that fit both of us, but oh. two cynical people. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So how was your week? You don't remember. I don't. Um, <laughs> My students got a one at Yay! their contest. They got superior rating. So that was awesome. A really good way to end the season. Um, I screamed when I yeah. saw it. I was like, ah! And then she ah! called me. Yes, I did. I called the band director and then I called you. Yeah. Or did I call my mom? I think I called my mom after you. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. <laughs> good. Maybe I called my mom first and then you. Good. Great. But I was just so excited. Um, but yeah, so they did that. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, I went to my friend Anastasia's birthday yeah. party with her family, and I got to play. Um, I got to play all sorts of games yeah. with her daughter. Yep. And at the end of the night, she goes, "Will you be my best friend forever?" <gasps> oh. <laughs> and and my, you were like, "We already were." And I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> "This my, is awkward." My heart melted. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!" I know. And then she goes, "Or like a hundred days." <laughs> I said, I said, that's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, that's a long time too. And she goes, okay, good. She goes, are you coming to my birthday? Which I, I am. Yeah. And so, and I was like, yep, I'll be there. And uh, then she asked, are you coming to Easter? Because they invited me to Easter next week too. And yeah. I was like, well, it's my brother's or this week now. And I was like, it's my brother's birthday yeah. this weekend. So I have to go see him. Yeah. But um, yeah. Oh, I visited Long Baby. Yeah. He 
Hey, same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I figure you probably don't want to talk about yours, so. Nah, I don't mind. Um, but yeah, he he walked in, he goes, Why'd you do that? <laughs> short long story short, we at my meds. Yeah. So that's fun. Um I also haven't been sleeping this week. Great. No, no, I've had really bad insomnia. Are you taking your medicine at night? No. Oh. I take it in mm. the morning. Because yeah, I have taken it at night yeah. before and it's given me it's made me not sleep. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't really slept this past week and mm. uh I have an appetite occasionally. It's just kind of everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really probably not doing too great. I cried at work today. Oh. <laughs> I seem great now, huh? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Good. <laughs> I just at one point was like, I am so done. Yeah. It wasn't like anything had to do with work. I, I just it. was tired. Yeah. And I was like. So I, I just like turned around sleep. in my little cubby and just like oh my God. put my hood up and cried in the corner. Isn't that the, at least you had a hood. I did. <laughs> there weren't strangers surrounding you. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. This is, it was, it was yeah. fun. But other than that, yeah, I don't remember my week. I'm sure it yeah. was fine. I've read a lot of fanfics. It's really all I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, none of them are as sad as the one. There's somewhere they try, but these ones on Wattpad are not mm, very well written, mm-hmm. a lot of them. And yesterday I read one that was supposed to be smut. Um, and, Damn it. Uh, and it was not smutty enough. It wasn't. No, uh, <laughs> I literally. Is it? It was so like cringy. Sad smut. Is that what you're reading nowadays? No. <laughs> yeah. No, this one. Oh god, it was so bad. It was like somebody who. <laughs> it's like somebody who was writing fan fiction about like kinky shit, but having no experience. Mm. So it was just at one point it literally said, destroy my ass, daddy. <laughs> I said, what? No, don't like that. I just screamed. And then I was like, so embarrassed that I was reading that. But then I was like in the story. So I was like, well, I can't just stop. <laughs> you can. See, no. I'm noticing a pattern. <laughs> it was terrible though. I was like, that was honestly a waste of my time. Yeah. Uh, and I'm probably going straight to hell for it. Mainly nah. just because of how bad it was written. Nah. <laughs> but, That's not on you. Oh, it was funny. Oh, um, what a what a week. Great, I love it. <laughs> what about you? What about you? Uh, <laughs> well, to start off the week, I ran out of my antidepressants on Monday night and oh. was frantically texting all of my friends to be like, "Are you on Citalopram? Do you take Citalopram? <laughs> Can I get one?" And no one had it. No oh, one damn. else takes it. Yeah, I don't uh, take it either. So Tuesday, I think I got you texted me before asking yeah, about that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I got it refilled on Tuesday. Uh, but that means I missed my Monday night uh, pill. And so, that can fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Well, on Wednesday, I realized just how much more irritating people are when you haven't had your medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to leave school early because this girl was just pissing me off so bad that I was like on the brink of turning around and being like, could you shut the fuck up? I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> so <laughs> I went to my teacher and I was like, listen, Anne. I've got one little teeny tiny nerve left in me and these girls are building a house on it. I can't come back after lunch. And she was like, what's going on? And I told her, I was like, I missed my medicine the other night. And she goes, what do you take? And I told her and she goes, I take Xanax. And I was like, uh, mm. jealous. <laughs> so, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Friday, that was Wednesday that I went, no, Wednesday. No, it must have been Thursday. It was Thursday. I went home. And then Friday I had a uh, 
So I guess it was Tuesday night that I ran out and missed mm. my medicine. And so anyways, Friday I had a uplifting doctor's visit. <laughs> I love you long baby, but we did we did talk about you slightly yeah. and your hair and how I'm like someone listed on your medical <laughs> reports that can talk. <laughs> he double checked it. And I was like, why would I lie about this? I don't I'm not here to talk and, about it. Uh, and you were, right? Yeah. And since Megan Sheffield. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, and then at the end of our appointment, did he, he think was, that was weird? No. Okay, good. Uh, at the end of our appointment, he was like, Hey, don't punch me in the face. You've gained 20 pounds this year. And I was like, yeah, that sounds right. And I told him, I was like, well, who didn't? Yeah. COVID. Really? And then, uh, I did. Well, I told him, he was like, you've gained 20 pounds. I was like, oh, sitting on my ass in my pajamas for a year did not help me lose weight. Damn it. I would have thought it would. And then he goes, you've gained 50 since 2005, which mind you, (laughs) I was 15. Yeah. I had not had my period yet because I got it very late in my life and other factors were included. And so I was like, bro, I was fucking 15. Yeah. Who in the fuck even calculates like that? Anyway, I feel like gaining 50 pounds in 15, 15 years, years is like probably pretty good. We right? should be more concerned with the 20 pounds in one year. Yeah. It sounds like I just had a bad year, which yeah. again, who we didn't. all did. Yeah. I gained, I definitely gained 20 pounds. And so <laughs> I did not get my birth control because we argued about whether or not we believe that my birth control is making me gain weight, which it is. Sound off if you are on depot and you have gained weight. Because he does not believe me. I'm pretty sure that's the only reason that I was able to stay. Yeah. Well, I was underweight, but yeah. with my eating disorder, I think it was the only thing that like kept me out of the fucking hospital. Yeah, because I was on depot. And so uh, <clears throat> then we argued about BMI because I told him I was like, I'm never going to be on that chart. Listen, I got 40 pounds of tits alone. <laughs> okay, it's <laughs> probably where that 20 Shwap. pounds came from. All in the titties. <laughs> yeah. That's the name and of the episode, so, All in the Titties. Jacob, write that down. All in the titties. If it's not named All in the Titties, I'm going to cry. Yes. Yes. Okay. All so official. In the titties. Um, and so then I, <laughs> as he was walking away, he also was like, quit smoking and lose weight. And I was like, who has done that ever? No one. And then he was like, I'll see you in six months. Uh, Keep me posted. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Keep you posted. And he goes, I want to know about every pound you lose when you lose weight. And I I flipped him him off. (laughs) I don't hate him, but. And then I, (laughs) here's the funny part of this whole story, because thus far it has not actually been enjoyable. Yeah. But I still had to get lab work done. Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) So I had to go into the waiting room with multiple strangers crying openly oh, crying that's and like, right you know you have long sleeves on and you like use your mm-hmm. little hands look there's my yeah. yeah got mascara but on then this. you also have a mask on mm-hmm. so you've got snot all in your mm-hmm. mask well, and you're that. using your mask to like try and wipe off the <laughs> snot from your nose and then it's just on the bridge of your nose and you're steadily like trying not to cry and then you and then you're making this noise <laughs> <laughs> trying to get all this snot out of your nose. And I realized as I got home, I was like, those poor people in the waiting room think that I have cancer. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, just uh, fat. That's it. Don't worry about it. I've just avoided mirrors for a long time. And so then, was it you that I was talking to? No, it was uh, Aaron, I think. 
because I went to buy a bra today and I was like, who cares that I can't get cute bras anymore? I'm never going to look at my naked body again. And she was like, damn, Megan. And I was like, I do try to avoid it as much as possible. It's awful. I'm always like, (laughs) it doesn't matter. Hop in the shower. (laughs) Yeah. And like, let me say this. I'm very much someone who's all about like self-love, self-confidence. Yeah. When I say self-love, I don't mean masturbation. But like if you're, if if that's what you took it as, you (laughs) enjoy it. I'm just not like, I'm all about masturbating. No, I'm all about like being very proud of yourself and all of that. I, body positivity. There you go. I could not do it this week. Yeah. Uh, but I did buy a lot of... I'm all of for it for other people. <coughs> yeah. I'm all for I it. Will I will always hate myself. <laughs> I will hype you the fuck up. <laughs> Even when I, I have pretty bad body dysmorphia, though. So, like, when I... <laughs> Apparently, I have the opposite of body dysmorphia. I think I'm more attractive than I am. There are sometimes when I think I'm, like, I'm, like, no. damn, I can pull a solid 10. Yeah. And then I'm, like, what am I thinking? <laughs> no, you can. <laughs> See? I will hype you up. It takes... Any nine who's coming at you better have money. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Better have need something to, to offer here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bar is low. <laughs> most of them have offered uh, nothing. That's true. <laughs> but most of them have not been tens. <laughs> None of them have been tens. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening. <laughs> I mean, they re- they think they're tens. They're lying to themselves. Oh my god. Me too. I'm not a ten. Maybe Bullshit. I am. Yeah, I am a ten. Yeah. Look at me. So uh, <laughs> I just said I hate myself like two sentences ago. That's okay. I did at one point. Long baby was like talking at me, and I just went, "Dude, I get it. I hate my fucking body already. I don't need your help." And he was like, "Okay, so oh. I'll see you in three months or six months." And I was like, "Yeah, sounds great. Maybe I'll be fatter." And he was like. Bye. Uh, like, Sometimes he's really awkward when he says bye. Yeah. This time when I left, he goes. He put his hand on my shoulder. Yeah, and I was mine like, too. Yeah, he was like, he's like, you going to be okay? And I was like, uh, I can't fine. answer that. And he goes, he was like, he goes, you really worry me sometimes. I said, ah, I worry myself too. <laughs> and then You and I have that in common, my good friend. And then he was like, uh, Okay, well, have a good day. And like patted my shoulder. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? He put his hand on my shoulder. And I went, don't touch me. <laughs> it's also so weird because he's so much he's bigger. So tall. And so then I was like, he's just looming over me. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> What's so, going on? No. Uh, and here's the thing. Like, I, you and I talked about it. Like, I'm not upset with him for telling me that. Yes, my initial reaction from sadness is anger. Yeah. That's pretty typical for people, especially mm. people with rage problems and depression. Yes. So, which I have both. So, I'm not actually angry with him for telling me he's a doctor. Diabetes yeah. and heart disease run in my family. I get it. I'm upset with the situation, but also I bought a bunch of spell stuff. <laughs> <laughs> not like weight loss but like uh like body positivity spells and like uh self-love spells mm. self-confidence things like that i cast a spell when i was little from one of my spell books to make me beautiful it worked and i'm just saying bitch. it worked <laughs> <laughs> it uh didn't work saying, when i was a kid but man. ugly duckling syndrome right I'm just here saying, is there a 10.5 because <laughs> that's me what is <laughs> jk <laughs> But I'm just saying, uh, it works. Yeah. So, so I cast uh, them all. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of witchy stuff. 
And I actually asked my mom yesterday, I was like, you know, I'm really impressed with you guys because, like, y'all have become more open-minded about witchy stuff uh, as we've gotten older. So I wanted to, like, commend you. My mom never responds well to me commending them on things. She just goes, like, okay. okay. And so, whereas I'm like, thank you for recognizing and acknowledging. Yeah. She's like... <laughs> Anyways, what do you want to eat? (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly me when anyone gives me any sort of compliment. Yeah. I'm just always like. Well, like it's barely a compliment. All I'm saying is like, you're not feeding into satanic panic anymore. Yeah. And then she goes like. I've got a poster that says that. And then she goes. (laughs) It's not the witchy stuff. It's the devil stuff. And I was like, we don't do devil stuff. I don't, I don't practice that. Like I don't know. And like for me as a Catholic I still, like, I believe that you can meld those two things. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's your belief. It's mm-hmm. not anyone else's. Yeah, fuck them. You don't need permission to believe in your beliefs. That's right. So, <coughs> I uh, also, like, Catholicism is only a hop, skip, and a jump away from witchcraft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's be real. I mean, they're drinking blood, yeah. eating bodies. Yeah. Like, we like, fully believe that that is the blood of Christ. Yeah, it's fucking weird. The body of Christ. Like, all the time... <laughs> I remember being in college and we were studying different religions and people would be like, this is so weird that they do this. And I'm like, if you take like even one step back from Christianity and you look at that shit, it's weird as fuck. Mm -hmm. It is weird. Yeah. And then like, I mean, the entire book of Revelations is a fucking fever dream. Yeah. Like, (laughs) what the hell? And then, yeah, the blood and body of Christ thing is the thing Mm -hmm. that always gets me. I'm like, that's, that's a little bit gross. Yeah. And, uh, I brought that up in class one day, and they were like, <laughs> and then they were like, oh, I guess you're right. And I was like, uh-huh. You're like, yeah, fucking cannibal. That's one of my favorite always sunny moments oh. is when I think Mac is telling them about, like, the resurrection of Jesus and Easter. And, uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, Charlie. Charlie goes, so this guy rises from the dead, and you proceed to eat the man? <laughs> <laughs> and then you just eat the man that's my favorite moment because it's like it's hilarious yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> oh geez uh, yeah i mean it's spot yeah on. and so that's funny yeah i've gotten really into it and like i the way i see it is like as like i said as a christian i feel like as long as i put that belief at the forefront of all of my practice mm-hmm. i'm fine i'm not um like doing anything against my religion yeah and so I have like two decks of tarot cards. I have a div- I have two divinity t- uh, Are trays. Are you gonna read my tarot? No, I forgot it. God damn I was it. in a hurry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Call me tonight. I'll do it. Uh, and then uh, or come over after this. Okay, we'll Ryan see. Ryan doesn't have to work. I'm very tired. I cried That's today. True. <laughs> uh, but so I have that. I have like a bunch of spell candles because there's like candle magic, mm. which is really oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. You got like different colors and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And so now with candle magic, I actually, everything that I do is kind of just like intention setting Mm. more than it is like, I don't do incantations. I don't do like, there's certain things I just don't fuck with because I don't understand it enough to want to put myself there. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, a lot of it is just, these are my goals. This is my intention. I'm burning this candle just to put my intention into the physical world. Mm Mm-hmm. And so now that goes against, like, most people do it, like, I'm burning this candle to see if my intention is heard by the spirits. And, like, I did that last night where I, you know, was, it was actually really cool. 
I lit my white candle <clears throat> and they say that like if your candle flickers, it means that there are spirits with you. Cool. And so I asked it, I was like, are you my grandmother? If you are, keep flickering. And it didn't, it stayed still. And I was like, then who hey, the my- fuck are you? Oh, no, 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 it did flicker. It did oh. flicker. And then I was like, is my grandfather with you? And it flickered again. And then I said, I asked my grandmother, like, are you my spirit guide? And it didn't flicker. And so I asked my grandfather, are you, if you are, make it flicker. And it flickered. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. I'd be crying. Okay. That's so really it's, cool. Yeah. And like, I have a bunch of herbs and like different things. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah. Now. It's I, always, it's so extensive. That's mm-hmm. why, I mean, I admire it. I've yeah. just never gotten well, into it because there's like, so much shit that I'm like oh I'm so unorganized I, I can't think here's the thing like I always believe like there's no wrong way to practice anything mm. it's practice yeah true and so that's why like for me I've decided like how I want to do it and whether it's the way that other people do it or not it's how I do it yeah and that's fine yeah like Someone I said like the right candles out. it's more intention setting when I meditate it's intention setting when I read my tarot every night, it is to give me an open mind on what to look forward to for my week mm-hmm. and really re- like sit and think with myself, like, what does this mean for me and why? Yeah. So it's really interesting, all of it. Yeah, it seems really cool. I'm excited that you're into it because then now mm-hmm. someone can talk to me about it. Yeah. And I can go, ooh. I mean, it's not official stuff. It's not the stuff that other people believe in as far as witchcraft. I don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah, I knew. But uh, <laughs> it is mine, and it is my practice, and no one else's. Yeah, that's how I. I love it. It'll be that's mine how too. I do all like religion and belief systems. Everything. It's just it's yours. Don't don't base it off of other people. Don't let no one else tell you otherwise. Mm-hmm. Spice decided they were gonna discontinue our water jug service, and they want me to get water out of the water fountain. <laughs> I said, Ugh, "That is disgusting." I said, "People be rubbing their mouths all over." It. It's a goddamn Ew, pandemic. Yeah. I'm going to have to, like, buy 18 jugs of water or something just to leave up at work. Because I was, insane. like, I was parched midday. Because I got the last little few drops that were in the thing. And I was, like, I went up to them. I said, hey, the water jug's empty. And they're, like, oh, yeah, we're not doing that no more. And I was, like, <laughs> they're, like, get it out of the water fountain. I was, like, that is fucking Ew. disgusting. I yeah. was, like, I will not. This is like, basically also, it's not pondered. Filtered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> I almost care and owed this mic. <laughs> Just I, my mouth touches it a lot. Mm. I'm glad they, I hope they fucking clean them still. Um, anyways, well, today we're going to do something very similar to last week. Yep. Because it was fucking fun. Yeah. And we liked it. And I'm going to be honest because I was last minute invited to Anastasia's birthday party, which is great. I'm so glad that I was able to go. Yeah. Um, but we had to reschedule because it was at the same time as our normal yeah. recording. No, it's fine. And so uh, then I forgot to actually research anything. You know and what else so. I was going to tell you is that I got to visit my niece and surprise her. Oh. And have I told you that she likes to stand up and say, Mommy, let me read your aura. Oh, that's so best, sweet. The best kid. I love that. That's really cool. Unless she's a pet shop owner. Yeah, that was the funniest <laughs> shit you ever told me. Uh, Anastasia's daughter was also doing something. I don't want to say her name. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. But, uh, she, yesterday she had one of those, you know, those Fisher Price little dogs that you pull. Yeah. Yeah. She, she came up to me and she goes, this is whiskey. And I said, okay. And she hands me it and she points to his little tag 
and which says Fisher Price, and she uh-huh. goes, "That says whiskey." <laughs> and I said, <laughs> "I said yes, it does." <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, "Okay, well, come on, we have to take whiskey on a walk." And then we walked her or him, I don't know them, yeah. to <laughs> her uh, grandma's, her Anastasia's mm-hmm. mom's bathroom. And there was a rug in there, and she goes, "This is the grass. This is where sh- she can go pee." And I think it was a girl. Um, and I was like, okay. And then she goes, now we have to leave. Him. Now we have to leave her. And I was like, oh, what? And she's like, we have to tie her up outside. So we tied her up <laughs> onto one of the kitchen or bathroom cabinets. <laughs> and then she goes, come on, come on. We got to go watch on the other cameras, see if the other dogs attack her. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then we were watching on the end of the bed. Uh-huh. Uh, she was pointing to uh-huh. things. And she was like, oh, they're coming, they're coming. And I was like, well, should we go get her? And she goes, no. <laughs> She was like, eh, she'll be fine. She's and fine. I was like, she's like, oh, but they're going to kill her. And I was like, do, do, do we need get to get her? her? You're she's like, like more invested uh. than she is. Yeah. And then, then we go back and she goes, oh, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, she kind of like starts hitting it. So I help knock it over. <laughs> and it's just going to be like, I'm never letting you play oh with my, my daughter again. Oh, she's um, dead. And it had the little red tongue out. And I said, oh, look, it's got the tongue out and everything. She goes, I think that's blood. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, what kind of movies is this child watching? And and then she's like, okay, I think she's still a little bit alive. Let's take her to the vet. And so then we walk up to her. I think they call him Papa. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And she goes, look, we need to take whiskey to the vet. And he was like, what? (laughs) And she was like, you're the vet. And he was like, oh, okay. And he goes, Duh. oh, look, she just needs a little bit of water. And she goes, no, she's pretty dead. <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty much dead. She's just a little dead. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. No, she's pretty dead. <laughs> I, I lost it at that point. And then she looks back at me like, what the Bitch. fuck are you laughing? <laughs> my dog is dead. And I was like, ah. <laughs> It was so funny. She had so much energy. Oh, I loved it. She's ah, so cute. So sweet. It's like oh, one of the few children dead. I will ever love. She's great. pretty dead. And then when her dad tried to say bye to her, he was like, come, come on. I'm, I have to go. And she goes, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Then he went, oh, what? <laughs> she, she came up and hugged him afterwards. Yeah. And then she was like crying, like, don't leave, don't leave. And he was like, you just said, okay, bye. <laughs> Kids are savage. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so. I lost it. It was hilarious. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kids are great. Mm-hmm. So, you tell me your story. Yes. Come on, what the fuck? It's the only face I got. <laughs> it wasn't. Wasn't letting. Um. Okay. So I saw. Uh. I saved a few more. <laughs> they were top stories from No Sleep. Um. Do you mind if I do the wedding dress yeah, one? Go for it. We, we've not read any of these. Um. But they won, like, this one has won 22 awards. It has 16,000 upvotes, 242 comments. Um, and it's, a, it's a year old. So I'm assuming Great. it's pretty good. Hope so. Better be. But with 22 awards, it's got, like, a bunch of different ones. I don't know what any of those little emojis mean, but Great. good for it. Um, so this is, again, from the No Sleep subreddit. And the username is Polonium Poisoning. <clears throat> the title of this one is I knew a woman who never took off her wedding dress. Sorry, I thought there was going to be a face there. And I was like, fuck, I'm already scared. <laughs> nope. 
Pauline. That's her name. <laughs> Why would anyone choose to name their child Pauline? Or their character. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Anyways, P- Pauline was a sweet woman who lived across the street. I realized I read really fast last time, so maybe I need to try and slow down. Oh, I don't know if I did. Yeah, I think you, we, we both did. Yeah. I was like, damn, we read fast. Yeah. Good for us. Skilled. <laughs> Beat all of y'all bitches at popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> the competition you didn't know. nerds. Competition you weren't invited to, but. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> or that you didn't Did you do that ask in to join. <laughs> did you do that in school where what? you'd like read as fast as you can because you wanted to read faster than everyone else did? That and I wanted to have to stop talking in front of the entire fucking class because I was like, please don't fucking Please don't mine, fucking call on me. Please don't fucking call mine on me. Mine was just, I was like, if I read faster, then I won't have those awkward moments where everyone's staring at me because I can't read something. Mm-hmm. And I then when I trip over a word, they're like, oh, that's oh, just because she's just reading at lightning going. speed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then just keep going. <laughs> they're like, well, I guess she's just going <laughs> to glaze over that one, idiot. <laughs> Go on. It's like Pauline he said defiantly instead of definitely. Um, lady. She was a sweet, sweet woman who lived across the street. We weren't close as kids or teenage. Oh, man. I thought Pauline was a... What? Yeah, I thought Pauline How was a grown-ass woman. Yeah. We weren't close as kids or teenagers because she was around five years older than me. Okay. Uh, why is she a woman? I mean, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Her parents were friends. I think she babysat me when I was younger, too. When my mother learned that Pauline was engaged, she sent me to help on the bridal shower. That's like... I wouldn't want no one helping that... I didn't fucking know. I'm like... Bitch, or there was a child. Yeah. <laughs> I guess five years younger. So maybe this person's like in high school now. I don't know. Poor mom, it says. She thought I was like that because I was too often around boys and needed to learn to be more feminine. Oh. But she's got that backwards. I don't know what that meant. But okay. That's when I first learned that Pauline and her soon-to-be husband had made a blood oath. Disgusting. I was talking about that with one of my kids the other day. We were like, why can't they just like be like, oop, pricked my finger. They always like get the biggest fucking knife and then yeah. they're like, yeah. through their hand. And I'm like, you're going to need stitches. You need help. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Have you and then they're like, Citalopram? <laughs> <laughs> it'll make you not, yeah. Hey, and effects are will make you not stab yourself. Yeah. It'll make yeah. you stab yourself though when you come off it. <laughs> Speaking of experience. <laughs> oh, man. I think about that all the time. Like if I that's good ever have to not that when if I ever have to start dating again, I feel nothing. So yeah. we'll see when that'll be. Great. But then they're just like, because they always if someone's interested in me, that's how I know is they'll listen to the podcast. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, I literally have like talked about like puking <laughs> out of my asshole <laughs> like, with shit, <laughs> and then uh, I'm, I'm making myself like sound uh. like I'm need to be put into an institution. If they're really <laughs> interested in you, they'll keep talking to you. Yeah. After that's true. listening. I'll get all the all the weird shit out of yeah. the way. Yeah. It does make it hard though, because then I'll like say something and they're like, oh yeah, I yeah, have on your podcast. And yeah. I was like, God damn it. I don't no, have any stories left. I feel like you haven't. Yeah. There's hot tip, pro tip, men, women, anybody. Act like you haven't heard the story. Mm-hmm. Act intrigued. Act interested. Oh really? Yeah. And then if they retell also, it to I'm you again it to in you person, personally. yeah, if they tell it to you again in person, not on a podcast, like if they tell, try to tell it to you twice, twice in person, yeah. then you'd be then like, you I say. know you told me. Yeah. 
But but also just don't do that. Yeah, Sometimes I just want to relive story all of times. my memories. I can never remember what I tell people, so I know yeah. I a hundred and ten percent repeat myself real bad. Anyways, back to Pauline and her blood oath. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, in parentheses, the first to die comes and takes the other as soon as they can. They're gonna come back and haunt this bitch. She explained to me, swirling the ruby ring gently around her fingers. This bitch. Isn't that too dramatic? What if what if you end up divorcing and marrying other people? <laughs> Good question. That's uh, your first thought, little girl. <laughs> it's not like, oh, that's fucking nasty. Well, I mean, too dramatic. That is gross. <laughs> yeah. It says we won't. We are soulmates. She is. She is. Fuck me. She. <laughs> <laughs> she assured me. <laughs> she. She didn't fuck her. She assured her. <laughs> I had the biggest mouthful of water. We almost had a live spit take. On a mic. Uh, I'm okay. sure that'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, her night, her night, night, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it in my head, but it's not going out of my mouth. Uh, anyway, on. she was naive and it made her naivete. Naivete. Is that how it is? Okay. Uh, made her incredibly beautiful, but it felt really wrong being 21 and thinking that oh, this person's 21, that I was so much more mature than a 26 year old. I think that all the time. Yeah. I didn't pursue the matter, but she kept talking about him in a dreamy tone. Oh God. The boy's name is Aiden. He's a spawn of the devil. <laughs> Aiden would like this. I wish Aiden was here and so on and so forth. To be fair, it's her wedding day. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's her wedding dress. I think it's her, uh, I think she's just planning bridal shower. Yeah. Yeah. Her dreamy tone almost made me believe that soulmates existed and that you could make the person you love the most follow you into death by just willing it. You can also light a candle. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I met met Pauline's friends and we all ended up having some quality girl time. Pauline explained to us how she believed that you can take, that you can wake up in the afterlife and start controlling things with your mind. Of course, your memories will be hazy, she clarified, but that's why we made the blood oath, so we can remember. And Does that have to do with your memory? I guess. Connected, maybe being having that connection with the someone in the living world still, maybe. I don't know. Um, and how, so then it goes on to she, the girl ask, and how will one get the other back? Entertaining her, she said. Um, it says, I like to believe that we'll both grow wings. Maybe I should have read this. <laughs> the title is good, though. <laughs> um, it was all terribly silly when I think back, but Pauline had something about her that made everyone pay attention and marvel at her words. Despite the age gap, we ended up becoming good friends. I think we were finally at an age where it didn't matter anymore. Since I was in college but lived with my parents and didn't need to work, I had a lot of spare time to accompany her to wedding dress fittings, cake tastings, and all the little things that were for the world of brides. Our age difference didn't matter, but I did dismiss all of her beliefs. Yes. I'm more mature than this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I did know that I was better than her from the get-go. So That's why we're able to be, to be friends. Be friends <laughs> uh, but Pauline was a pleasant bride-to-be and never freaked out. She was just thrilled about marrying the man of her dreams and wanted to make it pretty if possible. Not me. I'm going to be a fucking bridezilla. Oh, me too. If things don't go down to a T, I will scream mm-hmm. and probably punch someone. Hopefully I'll have extra meds. <laughs> you will. 
Little by little, I grew to understand her devotion to Aiden, and he was just as crazy about her, if not more. That's creepy. When they were together, the world felt like a brighter and warmer place, like marshmallows slowly melting over my heart. I think so. I think I have a thruple. The day the wedding came, around half a year after her bridal shower. It was neither a big nor a small wedding. Medium size. It felt like both Pauline and Aiden were able to invite exactly everyone they wanted around on their happiest day. Not one more, not one less. I felt somewhat honored to be there. Great, yeah. That's how they should be. (laughs) Still, oh. Are we getting interesting now? Yes. Plot, the plot Destroy my ass, daddy. Destroy my ass, daddy, it says. (laughs) And then I called you a little that. whore. I hated saying that. <laughs> they that author because I read a few different ones from them, and they just like <laughs> why well, it was all in one big story. It was just like each chapter was like a different ship, and uh, yeah, they love to throw like make me your little whore in there. And oh, I was like, de- I was no. like, you can degrade me, but don't say that. Yeah, like or I don't know, maybe it's just something you like can degrade me. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> but I have to draw the line. <laughs> I just like imagine them being like, <laughs> take it, you little whore. Like, just like so deadpan, like, uh, <laughs> I hate it. And like, okay, never mind. Anyways, <laughs> the plot thickens. Um, still, the happiest day never came. Bum, bum, bum. When Pollyanne arrived, belated as any bride should, there was a whispering and disquiet. Aiden wasn't Wait, there yet. Elated? No, it which, says belated, which I didn't also blated, understand. Blated? Like B-L or B-E-L? B-E-L. I think that's a typo. When she arrived, belated. I was like, she's late? <laughs> yeah. Huh. All right, Unless go Unless she like walked out, but why would they let her walk out if he's not there? Mm, I don't know. Odd. Her smile didn't falter because she was completely sure that he would never bail on her, but I could tell she was worried. The bridesmaids, her two closest friends since high school, started making calls to try and find out if the groom had a sudden illness. <laughs> Soon they realized that Aiden's parents were there, but not his brother. They informed that their other son was supposed to drive the groom as part of his best man duties. When the devastating news came, everyone wanted to comfort her. Everyone wanted desperately to protect her precious heart, but it was too torn apart to notice anyone else. She did. He did. He did. <laughs> it was all too fast and scary. Sports car ran a red light straight into the mirage. Is that a car? Yeah, uh-huh. sure. <laughs> the man in the I was like, "Is fake." <laughs> the man in the passenger seat was dead on arrival. The driver was taken to the hospital, but his state was critical. That's sad. Um, it was also hard on everyone. Aiden's brother ended up surviving, but he'll be tetraplegic, tetraplegic for life due to severe injuries on his spinal cord. As far as I know, he's also miserable because he wished he could have been the one who died. Right after the wedding that never happened, Pauline and Aiden's parents dealt with selling the house they had just bought, and Pauline continued living with her parents. Why did she just get to live in it? Uh, Fair question. That's weird. They both still worked office jobs. So her other friends and I started taking turns keeping her company while they weren't home. I did my best to be there for my neighbor and friend, but she wasn't there. She was living in a delusion, and the only thing you could see leaking into reality was her desolation. I never saw such a deep, heart-wrenching sadness. Pauline refused to take off her dress. That's nasty. Mm -hmm. She would spend the whole day by the window waiting for Aiden and the whole night crying because she missed him desperately. Every single 
day. Did anyone consider 51st dating this lady? <laughs> a video? Video every single day. Knock her out. Just they a video. It's not even detailed. It just goes, he's dead. He's dead. And that's it. Bitch. She's waiting for his ghost because that blood oath. Mm-hmm. She doesn't, neither of them have wings, so. Yeah, she's not a bird. She was hopeful it was a matter of time. She gets t- picked up by a fucking hawk. <laughs> By a buzzard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, People probably hate us. That's fine. I can live with that. Yeah. Join the club. I hate me too. She was hopeful it was a matter of time until he woke up on the other side and remembered to bring her along. That's why she wouldn't take off the dress. He had died in his wedding suit, so it was only natural that she was up to par. Your dress is going to be stinky when he gets there. Yeah, he's not going to like it. Nope. Her parents and every single one of her friends tried to coax her into changing her clothes. We promised she could always keep the dress closed for when Aiden came, but she knew that we didn't really believe he would. It Duh. Was like, yeah. It's like promising your kid that you'd buy them a happy meal some other day. No one, no one dared to penetrate her. Yeah. No one dared to <laughs> penetrate her? No. Good. She's almost married woman. Yeah. <laughs> and then she can't wear that white dress. Just kidding. That's stupid and antiquated. No one dared to penetrate her grief and force her out of the dress. She spent the day in it, slept in it, even bathed in it. Oh, my. Since we live in a warm... So now it's moldy. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Since we live in a warm and arid weather, having it dry wasn't an issue, only everything else. Bullshit. Mm. The once beautiful organza and silk were now ragged, grimy, and smelling. Yep. But she still refused to take it off. (laughs) Because it wasn't drying. Yep. She started to believe that Aiden wouldn't be able to spot her in a crowd if she wasn't wearing it. Jesus Christ. It was impossible to change her mind. And even though she was seeing a therapist three times a week, she wasn't improving. Her mourning and PTSD were turning into a darker and more permanent mental illness. Yeah. Hang on. That Why is she not institutionalized? <laughs> yeah. That therapist wasn't like, hey, I, we need to send her somewhere if she's going to come uh-huh. here in this dress. Yeah. I would be like, ooh. Namely, a dry cleaner's. Yeah. And she walks in. Eh, come get her. <laughs> no. Um, she started talking to Aiden. Did explain to us that he was nearby so she could feel him coming. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he was just taking a while. I'm a 12 year old boy. <laughs> He was just taking a walk because he's dead. Um, but because flying is really hard when your wings are newly acquired. Who told her that? <laughs> Aiden did. She's talking to him. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> then one morning she disappeared for good. No one saw her leaving and no one saw her at all after that. The only thing that we were able to find in the small grove behind the house. House. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> behind the house. God damn it. Was her filthy wedding dress. <laughs> It had two, oh God, I hate this. <laughs> it had two holes in the back. Two large holes poked on her back like it had grown wings. Mm-hmm. It's not done. Oh my God, really? <laughs> after, after finding the dress, everyone who loved Pauline was relieved. Her mother readily admitted that she actually believed that Aiden somehow had come back to take her. Others weren't so fond of the supernatural explanation, but thinking that there was a chance that it happened brought us a sense of closure it's not that we are happy about her death but we conform to the possibility of her finally finding peace she was an angel after all why wouldn't she grow wings and escape her flesh prison 
<laughs> what I often call my body. Why too. people vote in this? Okay, hang on. <laughs> Have we considered that Pauline killed herself? Yeah. And maybe y'all are looking at the front. Maybe she was so angry that her wings had not come yet, so she carved holes in the back of her back and then ran off. Have we considered? No, probably not. Well, <laughs> I think we should. I think probably maybe. The family had a beautiful memorial service in her honor, and slowly we all started moving on with our lives. Now, you might ask what I believe in. I would laugh bitterly because I don't have this choice to begin with. Being the person who spent the most time watching Pauline those days, it was only natural that I was the one that found her dead in the bathtub. What? Hiding subsequently, getting rid of her body was the hardest thing I have ever done. Tampering with the dress, though, was eerily healing. Still, I think that she would be pleased to know that I faked her rapture. Ooh, a romantic and mystifying death fitted her way more, fit her way more than suicide. Oh, I like that last little yeah. twist. That's yep. that was pretty cool. Yep. The rest of it, trash, garbage. <laughs> <laughs> sorry that we wasted your time. Uh, Not that sorry. We were really funny. Yeah, we were. <laughs> Hi, I'm Becca, and I'm Josie, and, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges. And this is by the cover. No, wait. Do you want us to? Oh, shit. Okay, we'll try it again. Okay. Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges on By the Cover, a new podcast. Yeah, we're a talk show. God, we're a Josie. Com- yeah, we're a comedy talk show centered around Amazon book review culture. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher. Wherever podcasts are. All the We're places. There. You can't hide from us. Anyway, listen to our show. We're going to be funny. We're going to be talking about books, and it's going to be great. Yay! Promo over. I don't know right, which what one am you, I reading. The, you could choose any of the happiness okay. in a jar I've read. That one is good. Okay, I'll um, read that one. I I'll it. read it. I think it okay. it shouldn't be too long. This one is called She Sold Happiness in Glass Jars. Uh, the poster read, Happiness Sold in Glass Jars. Call today. Sorry, I'm fat and I have to take deep breaths quickly. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and underneath the text was a phone number. I was walking home from a long, exhausting day of work when I caught a glimpse of the paper stapled to an old telephone pole. I took a picture of it thinking it was amusing. I was going to show my wife once I got to our apartment, but I was caught up with chores and forgot about it. Dinner, dishes, laundry, packing a snack for our daughter, putting her to bed, then pet, then putting her toys away that she'd left out in the living room. Why didn't you make her put those away? Honestly, how old is she? She's old enough to need you to pack a snack for her to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. But every night it was the same exact routine. I still don't know why you're... Teach your kid to put, pick up their shit. Yeah. Uh, the Anastasia next day, did. Yeah. She said, go put up all your shit right before we left. And and she did. Uh, great. <laughs> uh, the next day, I woke sleeping back to back with my wife. I always had to get up earlier than she did for my job, so I quietly got ready for the day and headed out the door. At work, I was updating the company's latest expense report. Most days were similar to this one. They were basically paying me to stare at a computer for nine hours a day and input a couple numbers into a spreadsheet. I wish. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound too bad. I finished my work very quickly, so I decided to head out of the office early. It also helped that it was a Friday, and a lot of people leave early at the end of the week. 
On my walk back, I was thinking of what my life had become. I did this often. I always dreamed of traveling when I was younger. I wanted to drive across the country or solo backpack across Europe. Then I met Kelsey. Don't get me wrong. I loved Kelsey. That's past tense. Mm -hmm. I mean, I still do. Okay, sure. (laughs) Believable. I don't believe you. Uh, We just don't have that spark anymore. When you meet someone and get in a relationship, whether it's meant to be or not, some of your personal life plans have to be put on hold. And then that relationship turns to marriage. And then you have a baby. Then you have to enroll your daughter in a preschool. I'm sorry. Uh, Then you have to enroll your daughter in a preschool. Then you have to get a better paying job and work more hours and blah, blah, blah. I'm not trying to throw a pity party for myself. Kind of sounds like it. I'm just saying. I wasn't exactly content with where I was in my life. I wouldn't have referred to myself as a happy person. As I took the same route home that I did every day to work and back, I walked by the same poster I had passed the day before. I don't know why. I really don't. But I decided to call the number. I figured it would be some joke. Maybe someone just picks up and says, I love you, on the other end and hangs up. Or maybe it's a line to a sex worker. I had no idea what to expect. Mm-hmm. Either one of those seems inappropriate to yeah. me. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you're calling someone just to hear I love you, y'all should be in therapy. Yeah. And if you're calling thinking maybe it's a sex worker. I called. It only (laughs) rang once before someone picked up. Hello? A woman said. Uh, hi. Um, I'm calling about your poster, your ad. Oh, awesome, she said calmly. When do you want to pick it up? Pick what up? The jar, she said, like it was the most obvious thing in the world. Oh, of course. Um, I realized that I had left work early without telling Kelsey, so I could just go pick it up now, and she'd be none the wiser. What exactly is it that you're selling? I just told you, it's happiness in a glass jar. Like the poster said, happiness keeps best in glass jars. They're more durable than, say, a plastic bag. Um, okay, should we meet somewhere? For sure. I don't want you to end up being a creep or something, so let's go to a public place. This girl seems super polite. Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck it. I Good. would say that too, yeah. yeah. Uh, the public place we decided on was a Starbucks parking lot a little over a mile from me. Now, I didn't think I was really going to be a, be buying a jar of happiness or whatever. I was 99% sure she was going to sell me drugs. Maybe <laughs> heroin would be in the jar. I remember thinking, oh, no, happiness is probably a nickname for some street drug, drug and, I'm going to be, and I'm going to a drug deal. What if she's a cop? Am All I going the drug to be deals arrested? I've ever been to have been posted Starbucks. on flyers. <laughs> and done in and Starbucks parking lots Starbucks. in the middle of the afternoon. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> have had a few there. <laughs> uh, what if she's a cop? Am I going to be arrested? But something inside me told me to keep walking, and so I did. Also, if it's a cop, they can't use like street names like that mm. that like aren't commonly known. Yeah, because you could easily be like, I didn't know what that was. I just literally wanted happy. I just wanted to be happy. <laughs> uh, I stood outside and texted her. I'm here. Cool. Be there in a sec. What are you driving? Silver Camry. 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 That's what I was in. In your car. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And as her final text came through, I saw her car pull in. She took a spot not too far from where I stood. I could see there was no one else in the car, which put my kidnapping fear to rest. 
didn't even mention that. He was going to get kidnapped. She opened oh. her door and stood on the pavement, looking around until her eyes met mine. I gave her a little nod of acknowledgement. She simply responded by waving her hand, gesturing for me to come over to her car, so I did. She was young, maybe mid-twenties, with curly golden hair. Her skin was pale and contrasted with all the black outfit or the all-black outfit she was wearing. I thought she looked like Glinda the Good Witch from Wizard of Oz had put on the Wicked Witch's clothes. <laughs> nice day out, she said as a greeting. Oh, yeah, it is. Hadn't really paid attention to it. You were the one that called about the jar, right? Yeah, that was me. Cool. Well, here you go. She handed me a very small glass mason jar. It couldn't have been more than two inches tall. Inside of it was a light. Not a light bulb, just light. Uh, it was like someone bottled up sunshine. It glowed even the, even in the mid-afternoon daylight. It looked like a tiny sun or a tiny universe existing in this little crystal-walled home. Dope. I was admiring it with no attempt to hide the awe on my face. Pretty rad, isn't it? What? What is it? You've asked me that like three different times. <laughs> I think my answer is still the same. It is happiness. Happiness in a glass jar. What do I do with it? Keep it, she said simply. If you have any problems, shoot me a text. She started to get into her car. Wait, I said. I thought you were selling this. How much is it? Don't worry, man, she said with a smile. You'll pay. Oh. Immediately give it back. Yeah, I'd be like, eh, <laughs> never mind. Good. Uh, she closed her door and I stepped out of her way as she backed up, then drove off. What the hell had just happened? What was I holding? I looked down at the jar again. Its radiance was simply mesmerizing. I put it in my pocket and could see its glow slightly through my pants. <laughs> How the fuck does a jar fit in your pants? I'm imagining like a mason jar. Well, they said it's like a two inch. Oh, okay. Two inches tall. Uh, I began to walk home. What was just a nice sunny day quickly changed into a rainy one with clouds wrapping the sky. It was not forecasted that it would rain or else I would have ridden the bus or subway to work that day. I jogged home trying not to get too drenched. I finally found shelter once I made it to my apartment building. I walked up to my door and found that my key wasn't on my key ring anymore. Shit, I can't believe I lost it again, I thought. I knocked on the door and said in a somewhat loud voice, Hey babe, it's me. I don't know what happened to my key. I heard the door being unlocked for me. Oh, being unlocked from the other side. When the door opened, I was greeted by a large, heavy set man with greasy <laughs> hair and unkempt goatee. And he said, I think you got the wrong door, bud. Oh, I said, very disoriented. My bad. Sorry. Have a good one. He let out a chuckle and closed the door. Apartment number 33. I know that was my apartment. I know it was. I'd been in apartment 33 for five years now, but that was not my apartment. From what I could see inside, all the furniture was different. It was painted a different color. It was all wrong. I felt like I'd hit my head and was drugged. In that moment, nothing made sense. I pulled out my phone to call Kelsey so she could calm me down and tell me I just got confused for a second. But her contact wasn't in my phone. In fact, nothing was in my phone. I had no messages with her. No previous calls. Uh, sorry. Uh, no pictures. It was like my phone reset to its factory settings. Did that girl somehow switch my phone out when I wasn't looking? <laughs> I would have just dialed Kelsey's number manually, but I couldn't quite remember it. I had known it by heart before, but not anymore. I needed to get back to the office. I had all my contacts backed up on my work computer. Since it was still raining, I hopped on the bus, which had a stop right in front of the apartment complex. I rode downtown towards my office the whole time staring at my wet shoes, wondering what the hell was going on. We have a key card access to our building, so only authorized personnel can get inside. I always keep my access card in my wallet, always. But surprise, surprise, it wasn't there. 
I buzzed into the speaker we had for guests, uh, the speaker we had for guests with appointments or employees as a backup in case anyone lost or forgot their card. Bzz. Hey, this is Tim. I must have lost my card. My employee number is, I stopped as I drew a blank. A voice came through the speaker. Tim, you got cut out. What's your employee number? I can't remember. I, that's fine. Just tell me your full name and department. Uh, finance. I'm in finance. My full name is Tim Brooks. One sec. About 30 seconds later, the man spoke to me again. We don't have a Tim Brooks working in this building. Did you have an appointment with someone? I backed up in surprise, almost tripping on my own feet. I had just been in that office an hour or two ago. What was happening to me? I feel like I felt like I was getting Alzheimer's, but going through every stage in one day. I stared at my hands, unsure if I was in the right body. I felt like the world around me was disintegrating. I wasn't in control. I was merely sitting inside somebody else's head, watching the world through their eyes. Just then, I got a text. I recognized the number immediately. It was that girl, the one who gave me the jar. I'd forgotten all about it until I saw her text. Hey, how's it going? I looked at my phone, dumbfounded. It made me angry she was so nonchalant about this. <laughs> she knew what was going on. She had done this somehow. What the hell did you do to me? The worst is yet to come, she said. <laughs> Look. Damn. Uh, no I chill. Was, I was astronomically close to just chucking my phone as far as I could in frustration. I took the jar out of my pocket. It looked unchanged, still glowing just as bright. What the fuck did you do? I yelled at the jar, realizing I probably looked like a lunatic. <laughs> As I stared at his glisten glistening glass, I realized something. I didn't know what my wife's face looked like uh, anymore. I knew her name. Well, I knew it started with a K or maybe a C. I couldn't picture her in my mind. I knew I had a wife. I knew I did. Yes, because I had a daughter. I had a wife and a daughter. I just couldn't remember their faces then or their names or birthdays, or any memories I had with them. I know they existed. They did exist. I had just seen them that morning, right? I couldn't remember how she looked or what she smelled like. What was our first date? We had a wedding, right? What about our first kiss? Or my daughter? Or was it my son? Maybe I didn't even have a kid. But my wife, or girlfriend, she was real. I knew she was. The thought was tearing me apart. I couldn't see her in my head. I couldn't recall a single fact about her. I was standing outside of the same building, but I was unsure why I was. Did I work there? I must work somewhere. The rain was accompanied by chilly wind now. It was whipping at my face, making my nose and cheeks sting. I wanted to go home. I wanted to be with her. I wanted to be warm. I wanted to go into a shitty office job that kept a roof over my head. I wanted it all. I was soaking wet. I was miserable. I couldn't remember my parents or my childhood did I even have any friends? Why was I in the rain? <laughs> Jesus. He's unraveling. Um, it steals all your happiness. Is yes, longer is. than I anticipated. Yeah, they always uh, I looked down at my hand. I was still clutching the jar. The only memory of my entire life I could concretely, concretely remember was that girl giving it to me, telling me it was happiness. It did not bring happiness. It brought pain. It brought suffering. It was more miserable in that moment than I'd ever been. My phone buzzed. Break the jar, Tim. I get it. I know what's happening. Uh, I looked at my other hand with the setting sun and the rainy sky. I swear the jar glowed brighter than any street light near me. I didn't break it because I was following her instruction. I broke it because I was angry. I broke it because I was upset. I needed a release. I raised my arm above my head and brought it down with one swift motion, shattering the dark jar on the concrete beneath my feet. That dark, chilly air accompanying the rain spread away like it was a shockwave of a bomb going off. 
and I was at the epicenter. I saw the warm yellow light from inside the jar spread rapidly across the ground and ascend into the sky. It was as if I was watching the beginnings of the universe being created, like God had just snapped his finger and said, let there be light. I was engulfed in it. I could no longer see street or rain or anything else. I felt like I was plummeting into a star going faster than the speed of light. It felt like sitting in front of a fire on a cold winter's night, but that warmth was covering every inch of my every inch of my body. I fixed that typo. And then I blinked. Immediately I could feel the sheets beneath me and my back barely touching my wife's. I was staring out the window, the morning light drenched through the glass and gleamed on my face. I stood from bed and text and grabbed my phone. It was Friday morning. I had one text. Let me know if you need another jar. Uh, I called in sick to work. I snuck into my daughter's room and greeted her with a kiss and told her she didn't have to go to preschool today. We were going to have a family day. She smiled and stretched out with her arms, a yawn a yawn before curling up and falling back asleep. I got back in bed and squeezed my wife tightly. I didn't let go for hours. Fun family day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our daughter came into our room and woke us up eventually. She was jumping on the bed and shouting for us to wake up. Yesterday, I may have found that annoying. Yesterday, I may have found a lot of things annoying or monotonous or dull. But not today. Today, I pulled her under the covers in between me and Kelsey. Today was going to be a good day. Today, I was happy. Yeah, midway through it, I was like, oh, I see why it brings happiness. Yeah, it makes you realize yeah. that maybe your life doesn't suck. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I, I thought it was pretty good, though. It is. Yeah. Yeah, when he started losing all the shit, I was like, yeah. ooh, yeah. fuck. I was like, stuff going on. That's mm-hmm. scary. There's mm-hmm. another one that was entitled... My sugar daddy asked me for weird favors. I really would like to read it. It's but it's probably so we'll have to do that next time. Yeah, I think we got to get out of here. So y'all will have something to look forward to. Yeah, but it looks really good. Yeah, I wonder if this is his uh-huh. podcast. Probably. Mm, I see. So, well, uh, that's it. We have other people waiting to use the studio. Time. I almost said okay, bye. So, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> uh, but you can reach out to us on. In email, email, Your email. <laughs> That's what's your excuse podcast at gmail.com. One word because it's an email or Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that is what's your excuse podcast with no spaces, none apostrophes, none of that shit. Or on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And that is what's your excuse podcast with spaces and apostrophes because there we're not animals. That's right. We are in the Rogue Media Studios. New Rogue Media. Yeah, and we are appreciative to them for everything that they do. Yeah, they they work real hard for us. Love and them. really quickly, we do want to give our, our shout-outs to Grandpa our, Mike. <laughs> for our patrons, <laughs> including Brian and Amanda. Ah, uh, yeah. We also have Brandon. And Jeffrey. And Shelby. So thank you guys, as always, for supporting us. Um, yes. Let us know any ideas that you have for future shows. Yes, Please give us ideas because I'm blanking. I mean, eventually we'll have to start repeating ideas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't always think of what we should cover. Yeah. No, so that's why you've gotten some scary stories because yeah. <laughs> they're also fun. We've been busy and they yeah. are fun. Yeah. They're interesting to read. I've yeah. enjoyed reading them. So yeah, absolutely. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed listening. And if you didn't, fuck, eh, you. fuck you. <laughs> bye. On par. Okay. Uh, bye. your excuse i'm all about masturbating she explained to me swirling the ruby ring gently around her fingers no one dared to penetrate her destroy my ass daddy you can degrade me but don't say that
This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.